showcasing Watford's talent. Polar Valley are in the studio. We've got Nick, Steve, Joe and Jack. Welcome back. Hello. 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 I'm really pleased that I put Jack's name at the end because then I had a little rhyme there with Ben. Yeah. Just played out. Um, so you are a four-piece band from sort of the Berkhamsted end of town. Um, you came in to see us a few years ago, which can't have been long after you first began your journey as Polar Valley because you've only been together, what, like two or three years? Three, I think. It's been three, three years, years in October. Yeah. So how did the journey first begin? Did you guys know each other from school? Have you gone way back? Um, kind of. I didn't know Nick, essentially. Um, Beaver was, sorry, Stephen, was over in Australia um, for a year. And then he came back, similar sort of time, I came back from university. And Joe, who's been knocking around Burko for probably 36 years now, <laughs> he was still there and he was like, I want to play music, so grab Long as I've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> so he, like picked us up and was like right let's start a band so we kind of did and then Nick just turned up one day no one knows how he got there who he was just came scratching on the door someone let you in <laughs> fair enough You're fair enough now. <laughs> <laughs> when a band actually starts what is I mean I, I know there's a discussion about yeah let's just start a band but how do you decide what your sound is going to be is it because you all have a similar musical taste or do you actually have like a drink and have a chat and go, right, we want to do rock or we want to do, like, a folky thing? That's a really good question. I suppose we've all... We've we're all, all into rock, we're all yeah. into metal, so I think, kind of, initially we knew that was the path we were going to take. It's similar, it's kind of like... Um, I mean, like, you know, when I write a song or when Stephen writes a song, it will be maybe completely completely two different types of, of rock, but we'll gel them together, yeah. and it'll kind of end up a little bit more our sound. I think we found our sound in the last four or five months yeah that's what i was gonna say it did uh, talk about like sound that you're you're aiming for it took us two and a half years to find it yeah so you've recently had quite a change in your sound because you had a singer who um parted ways from the band and at first you were kind of thinking about replacing the singer getting someone new in but mm -hmm. you've decided to carry on as a four-piece instrumental band yeah. um when i say the word instrumental to me it just sounds like music in a lift but that's I don't know. Could I describe you as an instrumental band still? I'd love our music to go into lifts, to be honest. Very <laughs> 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 good lift, yeah. Dude, yeah. I mean, I think when, you, when instrumental bands are kind of like a lot of them are designed for musicians themselves, as is kind of like a lot of tech metal and stuff. Like, more people that listen to it are more kind of musicians. Um, but I think we've got a little bit more of a I don't want to say poppy kind of feel to it, but it's definitely more listenable in a sense. Yeah, there's a more song approach to it instead of just crazy yeah. technique. And there's lots yeah. of meaning behind all the songs, isn't there? You know, it's like, we've got yeah. a lot of feel that goes into them. And I think it is a bit of a journey. There's, yeah, it's a lot of thought process which goes into yeah. the construction, definitely. And even the construction of the set as well, it's like, you know, kind of like we want, when we're performing live, to have a little bit, you know, you want your quiet parts and you want your big build-ups and then kind of finish on like a, a journey, journey. Yeah, yeah, it's a journey. creating a vibe for the audience. As, yeah, as well, with, with being instrumental, like, at first we were like just doing it because we didn't have a singer and we didn't want to stop playing music but then actually doing a bit of research starting to listen to a lot of instrumental bands there's actually quite a scene building mm. up for it right now like mm. explosions in the sky a massive instrumental band doing really really well tosca yeah. um tosca you've got animals as leaders you've got big bands <laughs> doing instrumental mm, stuff guy. and Mark it's huge, yeah know. it's going really well and so there's we we kind of once we sort of figured that out and we enjoyed doing it so much we thought well let's just carry on doing this because ultimately it's a lot of fun and yeah. not that we 
we we don't like having vocals we did but we absolutely love doing this as well so why change it really were you nervous when you first went out and gigged without having a singer there to front the yeah, band because i'm terrified. guessing as the first gig was terrified because all the eyes are on you it's not yeah. to take it away from you yeah. you have to carry you have to replace where the singer was like, that mm-hmm. front man position and it's quite difficult to do without vocals as well so yeah it was hard do you have to perform a lot more as well? Yeah. yeah. Be yeah. quite visual, sort of, in your expressions and you have really to compensate feel it. For, the, for the lack of vocals. If you yeah. ever go see an instrumental band and they just stand there, it's just like watching an open rehearsal. Yeah. But if you go watch an instrumental band and they're really into yeah. it and they're loving it, you forget the fact yeah. that there are no vocals. Yeah, you have to give as much energy as you can. Work the crowd so they yeah. enjoy it as well. So we've had some new tracks from you fairly recently, a few months ago, since you first originally came in in your sort of first year or so as your journey on Polar Valley. What was it like getting back in the studio to record those new tracks? Awesome. Yeah, it was really good. So good. Hard, but really, really good. <laughs> Where is it that you record? Are you, do you stay sort of fairly local? Do you head into yeah. London? Mm-hmm. It's Broadfield Studios, isn't it? Broadfield, yeah. Thomas Mitchell. He's amazing. Just such a good guy. He's a good yeah, guy. He's like he's, a Wofford lad. He's the bassist in Frank Hart and the Rattlesnakes at the moment, and then he's doing his um, recordings with Broadfield Studios as well. And he's just, he's just such an obvious musician, and he's so you learn a lot from him. He's he's great so to passionate. be around. He gets so into it as well, doesn't mm, he? Yeah. He's great. He's lovely. Well, let's get one of your tracks on then, so we can really get an idea of what your sound is like um, and this new direction that you've taken. So the first track we're going to play tonight is Lifetime. Why did you choose this track? <laughs> it's, it's pretty so, in your face, isn't yeah, it? it starts so, off, yeah, it's one gets you going. we love playing it live, talk, going back, talking about the energy, having to conversate with no vocals. Well, hopefully what the listeners will get from this is that there's a lot going on with or without vocals. So, uh, it's quite catchy. Yeah, it's quite yeah, a big journey. Yeah. Well, let's get this played tonight then. This is Polar Valley and Lifetime on Raw Fight.
rocking it up tonight. That's Polar Valley and Lifetime on Raw Vibes. And I've got the guys in the studio with me now. So whereabouts have you been gigging then over the last sort of few months, year? What are some of the highlights? Uh, we had, I think the highlight for me was um, the boiler room in Guildford, actually. Mm. Uh, probably the good Black ones. Peaks. The Black mm. Peaks, who are awesome. Yeah, incredible. Um, and then here at the flag with Black Hole. Yeah, that, that was a good show. Well. That was a really good show, actually. Yeah, because they're like pals of ours, and it was good to see them come back, you know. And I think that was their first gig, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. great, because they, they, they sort of come back after a few years not playing, and then did the reunion show at the flag, and they were like, we just want to play our reunion show with a load of our mates. So there was like three bands playing, and we all knew each other, and we all just went absolutely nuts. It was a great show. That was yeah, just good night. The flag, yeah. And last night you were over in Aylesbury. You said they were trying to sort of bring the music scene back yeah. to like a high standard over there. Mm. What was it like then for to be part of sort of? I don't even know what you call it. Just uh, yeah. I'm brain dead. To know it's, well, yeah, just trying to kickstart. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was good. There was quite a few people there. There was. I mean, by the end of the night, there was probably about seventy people there. Yeah. I reckon. And uh, and like the guy who was organising it, uh, Mateus. I can't remember his surname, but. He he is like I think every, every promoter can take a lesson out of his book because yeah. he's just done everything so yeah. well and he was constantly like in contact with you and messaging you and he knew our names as well. He turned up. He knew our names. He's really that's, good. That's more than I knew. Yeah, he's a yeah. young guy and he was just so professional about yeah. the whole thing and he even offered to pay us like and it was a, it was a it was an unticketed gig <laughs> yeah. so there was there was no money involved and we was just like nah man just put it to the next show you know like um it was really really good so yeah watch out the LSB scene might be coming back so. i'd like that i'd like that very much aylesbury alternative music society is what yeah. they're what he's promoting and they're putting loads of gigs through that great because they used to be quite a big music scene in aylesbury yeah. like back in the day days in december I yeah with the, was it the friars friars music club that used to be like yeah. quite big um so with your help you're going to bring it back which i think is awesome and then when people celebrate this in years to come you'll be in like a documentary you'll be like yeah <laughs> down to polar valley that this, this all kicked off <laughs> Um, so these tracks that we're playing tonight um, are currently just songs that are floating around that people can get hold of by visiting your social media pages and, and websites and whatever. Um, but what's the plan now? Are you going to get back into the studio to get an EP together, an album? Mm. We're in pre-production mm. really at the moment, aren't we? Mm -hmm. We've spent like, the last year or so, I would say, six months to a year yeah. writing all new material. So we're just demoing that. And I think then hopefully July, late summer, we're yeah, go late back summer. in. Be nice to have some track. Yeah, it'd be nice to have something for Christmas time, ready to give out. And but yeah, we don't really like to rush things, do we? Yeah. <laughs> well, we all, we all work, don't we? So it's yeah. get, all getting the time off. Yeah. Together at the same time, it can be really difficult. Yeah, full-time so, jobs. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. we've, we've like uh, Stephen said, we've been demoing stuff at the moment, and <clears throat> that's actually a quite a big lesson for us. Really, is when we went into the studio, um, the sort of third time we did with demos we realise that how helpful that is not only for us but also for the engineers mm. and the way it's produced and stuff so that's something now in terms of like pre-production that we make sure is definitely done before we go to studios and it's the, the song's yeah. written the structure's out and then you can just use it as guide track on the day and it's, it's so helpful it really mm. is and how do your songs come together because often it could be um, sort of a lyric that comes to someone and then they hear a melody but obviously without vocals in your band where does that initial idea come from? Mm, I suppose just playing around on like a guitar and stuff I mean I've always written songs guitar first like you know it's always kind of been a natural progression for me it kind of comes from a riff for me I'll come up with like an yeah. idea usually at like 12 o'clock at night yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be up till like 3 just playing around with ideas and it kind of just develops really over time 
I think there's two for us there's two ways that we write the song and one is um, one of the guitarists come in and say oh, I've got this riff or sometimes oh, I've got this entire structure and they'll teach it to us or sometimes we'll just just sort of jam it out and yeah. a song can be written in if it sometimes a song can be written in five minutes yeah. or another time it, it takes weeks and weeks and weeks but I often find the ones that are written quickly turn out to be the best ones amazing now going forward like when you hit the big time yeah. what is going to be on your rider what are some of those things that you really want to make sure you get every gig that you do dry shampoo dry shampoo dry shampoo <laughs> avocados for me avocados okay. I like free beers just free beers <laughs> yeah you can go for that anything else probably shouldn't mention it on the radio station <laughs> here's what you're saying um, great well we'll get that sorted for next time uh, you're on Rule 5 some of those things <laughs> not everything um, I can definitely sort you out with the dry shampoo thank you very much um, and the avocados dry shampoo the rest <laughs> maybe not um, well let's get another song from you then let's play moving forward who is responsible for the initial spark idea of this song Stephen Minter <laughs> genius yeah. or the guitarist good work well let's get it played this is Polar Valley and moving forward on Rule 5 
the valley and moving forward on raw vibes if you want to go and see them live i think it's going to be extremely entertaining now you've explained how as a four piece you have to work extra hard and be really um sort of charismatic on the stage full of energy and give it your all do you ever practice in front of a mirror yes every day uh, <laughs> I do. Yeah. I have a mirror strategically placed in the studio. <laughs> which I, the lads say that it's... I, I, I'm always like, oh, it's just a mirror there, just because, you know, it's just there for whenever we need it. But yeah. I've got it there placed specially. So you, go, you go that extra mile. I, I glance like over my right yourself. shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Jan likes to film himself, go that little extra mile rather than have the mirror. I got, yeah, I got a GoPro for Christmas, and it's been my best friend ever since. I've seen some of the clips that you've been posting. Yeah. Love them. Keep doing that. Um, Instagram and all that kind of stuff, is that where you're sharing it? Yeah, yeah yes. pretty much. Instagram Facebook is where they go. I like it because it just gives us a little tease, and it also shows that you are doing things in between gigs because sometimes bands just sort of fall off your radar a little bit but mm. we're reminded that you guys are busy getting things yeah. done practicing um and i'm just quite I'm just quite fascinated by the whole thing so thanks mm. um and thanks to santa claus that delivered the gopro <laughs> here at christmas as well mm. um so where can we come and see you live and and see these moves that you've been practicing in the mirror just pop up to the band room on a friday night because so. <laughs> 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 there's a few people up there <laughs> Random is, but the next gig is on the Sunday, the eighth of April, at uh, the Horn in St Albans with a band called Boy Jump Ship. Yeah. Nice, should be good. It's got a good sound in there, so get yourselves down there. Mm. Where can people find out more information about the gig, you as a band, and also the EP that's hopefully coming our way by the end of the year? Our Facebook page, um, Polar Valley. Search it on Facebook, and we've got an Instagram account as well. And the music's on Bandcamp. So. Which people can download for free? Yeah, you can. Yes. It's got this Bandcamp's great because it's got an option where you can download it for free, or if you're really into it and you feel that this deserves some love, then you can actually also pay for it. It's just like a, mm. an option, a donation. That's nice. Well, mm. amazing. Thanks so much for coming back to see us. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I look forward to um, getting you back in the studio when your next EP is out, um, mm. hopefully later in the year or in the, the new year. Yeah, it's a bit probably. scary, isn't it? Already thinking about 2017. Wow. Um, oh, well, it will happen. Future. Um, so thank you so much, Bela Valley. Remind us of that website one more time. We can go to see more information. Facebook.com forward slash Polar Valley. Check it out. Now, showcasing Watford's talent, Rob.